0: morning manna welcome to morning manna it's a beautiful day that the lord has made and i will rejoice and be glad in it amen certainly all of you know that each and every day god made it and he said you should be glad Simpler means the means the ability the resources everything you need to end this day with gladness is already there amen God is so careful in the preparation of every single day. He does every day with you in mind. So no, you woke up this morning. You are already on God's mind. And he sets everything in motion for you to be glad. <laughs> Praise God. Isn't he awesome? And I pray that you've been following instruction. The first thing you do is talk to God. Speak to your Heavenly Father. Speak to yourself. And then lastly, speak to your world. Amen. You will see your life change. I promise you, you do these three things every single day. You will see change and transformation in your life. It works for me. It'll work for you. Just like I have I have proven tithed in my life, how it worked for me. Try it. Be consistent. It'll also work for you. I've been tithing since 13. Never had a broke day in my life. Simple because God always provides The laws and the principles of the word of God, they always work. You just have to trust God. That's all. And be consistent and be disciplined in the things of the Lord. And you'll be surprised how it works for you. Matter of fact, let let me give you another one that you try. Live holy. (laughs) You'll be surprised of how your life will be transformed. Just living holy just live in holy, just follow and just do what God say do and, and not do the things he says not to do. You will be surprised how your life will be transformed. Just, just try it. Just, just do your best to live your life according to God's word. Stop the sinning, the fornication, the lying, the cheating, you know, all those kinds, just rid yourself of those things just try it for 30 days and you will see how your life will change I don't even know who that is for I pray somebody I pray that that for somebody because I did not come on here this morning to talk about that but somebody needs to hear that try living holy for 30 days and you see how your life will change your life will be transformed you will be surprised what God will do when you line up with his word his word never fails It never fails. It always works. It always works. And watch it. It works for everybody. Not just a few, not just some. It works for everybody. You simply need to have faith. And the Bible says God has given to every man a measure of faith. So you have faith. You just need to use what God has given you and appropriate the blessings of God in your life. Remember yesterday's sermon, Live Above and Never Beneath. God has called us all for above living, not beneath, and to be the head and not the tail. You don't want to be nobody's tail following nobody around. No, you want to be the head. Amen. Because that's what God designed. That's what God designed for you to be above and not beneath, not following after anything or anyone, but you be the head, be the leader, be the change agent. That is what God has called you for. And I am so glad that before the foundation of the world, I have been chosen. You ought to be glad about that. You should be. Amen. Well, this is a Monday morning. And morning manna, and listen I am just so thrilled amen to be a child of God and I I don't take it lightly um, that the hand of God is up on me you should not take it lightly that the hand of God is upon your life for he is if you're a child of God if you're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven God is obligated to protect you God is obligated to look out for you he watches over the citizens of his kingdom. He does. He has angels that that you know protect you, lift you up. I mean, he makes ways for you. Make crooked paths straight. He, he he does. God watches over the citizens of His kingdom. You are a kingdom citizen. You're a citizen of the kingdom of heaven. Amen. We may dwell in this earth realm physically, but spiritually. We are citizens of a great and eternal kingdom where the king cannot get overthrown. He will not be impeached. He is not going to step down. Amen. The king of this kingdom, he's an eternal king. Matter of fact, he's called the king of kings. He's the Lord of the Lord, the great I am. He said in heaven, there's no one other beside him. And on the earth, no one besides him. There's no other God. And so we give him praise and we glorify him and bless his name. So with all, with that being said, how are we grateful? How do we show gratitude to our God? And I just want to talk a little bit about gratitude. And I'm going to give you five points of gratitude this morning. It's important that we show gratitude to God. David said in Psalms 116 verse 12, this is the the passionate translation. He says, so now what can I ever give back to God to repay him for the blessing he has poured out on me? Hallelujah. Have we ever taken time to think about how we can serve God? Simple because of how he served us. Have we taken time for that? Have we really considered what God has done for us over the years? And and make up in your mind that there must be something I can do. (laughs) Amen. This is what he said. And it makes it simple for all of us. Right? He says, I will lift up his cup of salvation and praise him extravagantly. For all that he has done for me. You see that? David says, I'm just going to live my life to please God. And that's a praise. That's an extravagant praise unto God. He says, I'm going to lift up his cup of salvation. What's the cup of salvation? The gift. The gift of salvation. His son, Jesus. Salvation through grace. By faith, you are saved. So David said, the, the cup that God has given me, I'm going to lift it up. Amen. Make it a priority in my life. I'm going to raise up this thing called salvation. I'm going to make it important in my life. And I'm going to praise him. I like how he says it extravagantly <laughs> for all he has done, for all that God has done. You ought to praise him. But you need to have extravagant praise, extravagant praise. That's why I say every single morning, you open your eyes, you thank him. Show gratitude. So the first thing, the number one is to acknowledge God. Number one, number one thing to show gratitude, acknowledge him, acknowledge him in your life. Give God thanks for what he has done in your life. Give thanks in everything for this is the will of God in Christ concerning you. That's first Thessalonians 5 and 18. So what is number one? Acknowledge who God is. Acknowledge his presence in your life. Acknowledge what he has done. David said, how do I repay him? He says, what can I ever give to God? Give back to God. How do I repay him for the blessing he has poured out? Listen, we are blessed and not stressed. You ought to give God thanks for that. And when you understand your walk in your blessing, you're never stressed. Amen. Your blessing is a stress reliever. Amen. When you feel stressed, connect with with your blessing. It will release you and relieve you from that stress. Amen. Glory to God. You got to see yourself above, not beneath. You got to see yourself above your stress points. And everything that come to stress you out on a daily basis. Matter of fact, if you connect and stay connected with your blessing, nothing will stress you. Not one thing will stress you. Amen. Because you know you are so blessed, you cannot be stressed. Amen. Isn't that a good thing or not? Yes, it is. So the first thing we do is acknowledge the blessings of God in our lives and give him thanks. Give him extravagant praise. Amen. And praise is not just with your mouth. It's also with your life. Your life should be a praise to God. Amen. True worship is really living holy before God. That's true worship. You know, we say anybody can praise God. That is true. But a true worshiper must live their lives to please God. You truly want to worship? Live your life to please God. That is true worship. That's what you give back. Amen. Submit your body as a present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to, Lord, to the Lord. This is your reasonable service. Why is it reasonable? Because when you consider all that God has done for you, it is simply reasonable to give your life to him. Amen. He's the one who spared your life anyway. He's the one who's saving you. He's the one that's giving you breath to breathe. He's the one who's forgiving your past, preserving your present, and guaranteeing your future. It's all God. You have nothing of yourself. Do you really know that? You came into this world with nothing, and you know what? You're going to leave when you can't take anything. No material thing can go with you. So all you have is God. Think about it. All you have is your connection to your heavenly father that's truly the only thing that you own is your connection to god so don't take it for granted you know we look at the cars we look at the homes we look at money and all those things are important while we're here but none of those things are worth anything For in all of eternity, no, it's useless. You can't, keep, it's so useless, God doesn't allow you to bring any of it with you. It's absolutely nothing, it means nothing in comparison to what is in the eternal realms. The, the physical realm absolutely is no comparison to what God has in store for you. So acknowledge God for what he did. Acknowledge him, him for how he has orchestrated your life. When you simply turn your life over to him, just acknowledge and say, thank you, Lord. I am not, I may not be where I want to be, but I'm not where I used to be. <laughs> Amen. Y'all hear that all the time. Listen, just give God thanks. Just bless him, thank him, be grateful. Amen. Be grateful. And when you wanna, when you wanna fuss and fume, and just look out the window, just look out the window, and you see some things. I was looking at our video camera um, today at the church and in the parking lot. I saw somebody sleeping outside on the ground in the parking lot. And I said, Lord, mm, how and why? You know, you begin to talk to God, you feel your heart goes out to these people and you wonder why. How, whatever happened to them in life to get them to um, the only place they have no roof over their heads and they're just sleeping on the ground outside, you know? And so we have a lot to give God thanks for, you know? And And listen, when you have a heart of gratitude, Man, you won't take anything for granted. You just say, Father, thank you for all that you have blessed me with. Thank you. Amen. The second thing, the second thing is make pleasing God your heart's desire. Let it be your chief aim. That's real gratitude. Because of all that he's done, make pleasing him your heart's desire. It's okay to please people. Yeah, it's okay. But your chief aim is to please God. You know, you want people to be happy with you. Yeah, it's important. So you do little things to please them here and there. And make, you know, try to make people happy. But my goodness, we got to make sure we're pleasing to God. Amen. Because that's who we have to give an account to. We have to give an account to God. And we want to hear him say, well done. How good and faithful servant. Enter into my joy. Amen. In in 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 9, it says, So whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to please him. Whether you're on the job, whether you're at home, at the park, wherever you are, make it your aim to please God. Let that be your aim. Let it be your chief aim. You know, I've always said this. Because this is my true desire. And I share it with the Lord all the time. I do. I'm not sure how you how you talk to God, but I, I suggest you talk to God as you're talking to a person. Just talk to him. And, you know, I, I say, God, you know my chief aim. You already know what it is. It is to please you. Because I believe the, the greatest testimony in all of scripture is the testimony that Enoch had. That he was pleasing to you. And because he was so pleasing to you, God, you actually took him. Because he was that pleasing to you, Amen. I think that's the greatest testimony. I know there's miracles in Scripture. Elijah calling out fire from heaven, and you know Elisha making a, a axe head float, and you know all these things. Jesus turning water into wine, and all these, and all those wonderful things. Lazarus being raised from the dead, and those are all works that done because of the power of God. But man, to please God? Matter of fact, Jesus says, Jesus says uh, whatever we ask from him, because we keep his commandment, we receive from him because we keep his commandment and do what pleases him. This is what Jesus said in 1 John 3. Whatever we ask, we receive from him. Because we what? Keep his commandment and do what pleases him. You see that? You pleasing, uh, you, when you are pleasing to God, you will get whatever you ask. That's simply amazing statements that Jesus has made. And so I pray that your chief aim is to be pleasing to God, line up with his word and just do, just submit yourself to what he says and you, he's going to answer your prayers. The things we ask him for, he will give it on to us. Amen. Why? Because we, we, we do his commandments and everything we do it is to please him. Never leave God out of the equation, no matter what it is. Make sure you're lined up with his word. I don't care how simple it is. Just line up with his word because you want him in your life, in every area of your life. Amen. And remember, I've taught you this. He's not going to be in your sin with you. He's not going to be in your disobedience with you. No, he will leave you to yourself. You must make sure that you have God in every decision you're making in your life. If it's a sinful decision, don't expect God to bless it. Don't expect God to be in it because you are breaking his commandments. You're not following after his word. His word, his commandments, his statutes, his principles is for your protection. Amen. Number three, humble yourself. (laughs) You know, some of you are really amazing. Amazing person, you know, and, and that goes without saying, um, you know. So, it's it's not really necessary for to tell people how amazing you are. Humble yourself if you got to go around telling how big you are and this and that. Now you're not really there yet. Humble yourself in the presence of the Lord, and He will exalt you. Have a humble spirit. Amen? Just be humble in all the things. I know you drive a Mercedes, you know, and you live in a very nice house, but nobody even needs to know that. Amen? And if they do know that, they would say, wow, you live in such a, a a beautiful place and you're not boastful about it. Oh, you drive such a beautiful car, you're not boastful about it. You're just humble with it, you know, it is God has blessed you. And you know, one dump truck could just crush that car. <laughs> Amen. And so you just have to be humble. Amen. Well, I'm one bad turn and you could lose that house. I mean, things happen. And so we have to be humble before God. Just be thankful and everything say, Father, I thank you. You know, don't try to big up yourself and always talk about what you did and no just humble yourself amen you know i tell i tell my friends all the time you don't need to show what you have in your house on facebook no why should you do that that's that's the pride of the world we we don't do that as christians we don't out there uh, look at my new car look at this forget all that all that is material nonsense Prideful nonsense, and people got to show off their little bling bling, their little watches, and all it's prideful foolishness of the world, you know. And so, when people track you down and rob you because you, because of your pride, you put it on Facebook and now you get targeted, it's your own fault. Humble yourself, amen. Stop trying to make yourself more than what you are. Amen. Nobody needs to know the things that you have. No, you don't need to. Nobody needs to know. Humble yourself. Amen. Enjoy the blessings of God. Amen. If people recognize it, then good. Just say, it's the Lord who has blessed me. The Lord who has blessed me. Glory to God. I, I don't say, well, you know, I've just, I, I've, I thought about this and I brought it to pass. Forget all that. Just say, I give God thanks because a lot of people thought about things, had great ideas, better ideas than you and it failed. But your little idea, your little work if it, it brought you to a place of blessing and prosperity, you better give God thanks for it. Humble yourself. Humble yourself before God. Number four, do not covet. Do not covet. The Exodus 20 and verse 17 says, Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house, thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's wife, nor his manservant, nor his maidservant, nor his ox, nor his ass. Be very careful about pronouncing that word. No, anything that is thy neighbor's, Amen. Don't want what your neighbors have. Don't think. Well, you know they shouldn't. They shouldn't have it. I'm better off than them. I should live in that house, so I should have that. She should be my wife, or, she, or He should be your husband. And I, no, 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 no. Forget about all that stuff. Just be thankful. Be grateful. Thank God for what you have. It will position you to receive more. Never allow a thought that you should have what belongs to someone else. What is yours is yours. What is theirs is theirs. Let me say it again. Never allow a thought that you should have what belongs to somebody else. No. What's yours is yours. What theirs is theirs. What God blessed them with, God blessed them with. Just let it be. Stop trying to keep up with the Joneses. Do not commit what your brother or your sister have. Be thankful. Be grateful for what you have. Give God thanks for how he has blessed you. Amen. And also give God thanks for how he has blessed them. Amen. Celebrate with your neighbor. Celebrate with your friends when you see God's hand advancing on their lives. Amen. Just celebrate with them. Give God thanks for them. And don't covet them. Don't be mad, you know, and and you know, we we don't talk to some people because they have something better than we do. And no, just forget about all that. You be grateful. Do not be refuse to be covetous. Refuse to want what belongs to somebody else don't do it don't do it thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's house nor his wife of this case husband <laughs> nor their servant maid servant nor his ox nor his donkey <laughs> amen or anything that is thy neighbor's stop looking across the fence you know and saying that should belong to me. No, don't want what they have. You just want what God has for you. You are blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. We learned that on yesterday. The ble- what's yours is yours. God has blessed you uniquely. We're not we don't have a competitive mindset. We have a creative mindset. And because we have a creative mindset, God will make a way for you. Your gifts will make a way for you. Amen. And and what people have cannot stop your gift from making a way for you. So if you focus on the things that God has gifted you with and thank him and be grateful for how he has blessed you, you position yourself to receive more of the Lord. Amen. And that's where you want to be. Amen. That's where you want to be. Don't be mad at nobody for what for how God has blessed them. You be thankful for them. They may have red bottom shoes and you don't have red bottom shoes. They may be walking around with with Gucci bags and all that. (laughs) Just bless them for it. Just bless them and let God bless you when it's your turn, when it's your, just be grateful, be thankful, be humble before God and God will bless you. And number five, pray. Number five, pray, pray, pray. Show your gratitude to God by praying. Luke 18, verse 1, he spake a parable unto them to this end, that men should always pray and not faint. One of the truest ways to demonstrate your appreciation to God, your appreciation to God, is simply to talk to God. Tell him, tell him that you appreciate him. Tell him that that you love him. You know, God really wants to hear from you. The Bible said his ears are attentive to our cry. He's waiting for us. You know, if you make an appointment, if you say five o'clock every morning, I'm going to pray. You know, the Holy Spirit's already there at five o'clock on the dot waiting on you. Amen. So pray. Do keep your vows to God keep your vows if you say you're going to do something if you say you're going to spend time in prayer at whatever particular time it is god sets an expectation that you're going to be there have time to pray i'm happy for morning matter because it gives you and everybody that's connected an opportunity to pray every single day five days a week you have the opportunity to pray connect with God tell him thank you, um, speak over your life words of affirmation, speak over, um, over your world, make decree and declarations. That's what you're called to do. And we do it five days a week. So I pray that you're taking this opportunity while you're listening. And while I start praying, you start praying, amen, and just give God thanks. You know, it's a beautiful thing. Every single morning, you show your gratitude to God. Lord, thank you waking me up this morning. You know, sometimes me, this is just me. Sometimes I say, God, I'd rather wake up in heaven. But since I'm here, <laughs> I give you thanks because there's a reason for me to still be here. I am here on God's time, not my time, God's time. Amen. And I'm here to do the work that God has called me to do. And so are you. You are here to do the work that God has called you to do. There's purpose on your life. And so when we pray, when we see God, ask God, God, am I in alignment with your purpose? Am I in alignment with the, your will for my life? If not, please let me know and show me the way that I should take that I may be in alignment with your will for my life. Amen. So, Pray, you know, pray, seek God, turn your life over to him. Amen. And as we do these five things, you know, one, acknowledge God. Two, make pleasing God your chief aim. Three, humble yourself. Four, do not commit what people have. And five, pray. These five things, you know, just showing our gratitude. This is a show of our gratitude to God. Amen. And I pray that these words today will encourage you to be grateful in all areas of life. You know, we're also called to be grateful to others. What people done for you, be thankful. Just say thank you. You know, people lend you something. Make sure you give it back and say thank you. Amen. Um, people bless you with something. Say thank you and just be grateful and gracious. You know, if you borrow somebody's car, don't bring it back unless you wash it and get it cleaned that's gratitude it shows grateful i would never borrow somebody's car and bring it back a mess some of you do that you borrow people's stuff and break it or you mess it up and you don't even say nothing you don't it's just just a mess you know um that's that's a lack of gratitude amen lack of gratitude and so show your gratitude you borrow something from somebody bring it back in the same condition or even better i like to bring it back in better condition than when i first borrowed it amen it shows gratitude it shows gratitude so be grateful to others be grateful to god and you will see how god will bless you amen let us pray heavenly father we thank you again for your word thank you for the blessing of every day thank you god for we are encouraging your word that in everything we ought to give thanks because this is your will concerning us heavenly father and so we tell you thank you god we glorify you david said what will i render unto you for your many benefits i will take up the cup of salvation and call on your name i will give you extravagant praise and so, Father, we bless you and we glorify you. Because it is by you and through you and in you we live, move, and have our being. And so today, Father, I pray that we will walk through this day with a grateful heart. That we have a heart of gratitude, God. Hallelujah. For when we think of all that you have done for us, when we think of your goodness and your mercies, Father, we will reconnect, bow our heads, And say lord thank you for we know if it had not been for you in our lives where would we be Mm. where would we be we'll be on the path of death but father we thank you we're grateful for you call us out of darkness into your marvelous light you let us know before the foundation of the world you chose us to be holy and blameless before you. And for this, we give you praise and glory and honor. So Father, we will not withhold any praise that belongs to you. We will not take on glory, God. We will give you all the glory. We give you all the honor and all the praise because only you are worthy of it. Father, your word said we all have sin and falling short of your glory, but we thank you for Jesus Christ that through his blood, his death and his burial and resurrection, we now have life and you have cleansed us of all unrighteousness and made us right in your sight through the righteousness of jesus christ and for this god we are thankful for this we are pray we are we are we are grateful and we bless your wonderful name and so father as we look to you today as we walk through this day father we give it to you we turn ourselves our lives over to you in this day and we decree and declare that we are blessed simply because we belong to you and so father we thank you hallelujah for the favor that's on our heads in this day the the increase on our hands and the swiftness to our feet thank you father for the strength to our legs hallelujah that we can stand in the midst of everything we can run through troops and leap over walls and god we just give you thanks God, it tickles my mind. I'm just so grateful that you chose somebody as simple as me. God, to pour out your anointing on. And Father, everyone that is listening on this prayer line, this morning manner, Thank you for pouring out your spirit upon them. Let your anointing, God, be evidence upon them. Let people see your spirit and your power upon them. Oh, Father God, do for them what they cannot do for themselves. God, give them insight, revelation, understanding, wisdom that's beyond their years. Oh God, and give them a grateful heart, God. I pray that their chief aim would be to please you. In all things Thank you Heavenly Father For forgiving our past Preserving our present And guaranteeing our future Thank you For there's not a feeble one among us But we're healthy We're wealthy We're strong in you our Lord And in the power of your might And even though our beginning was small Our latter end Has greatly increased And so Father we can say The end reveal is a sure thing Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and we bless your name. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, God.